A lot of people ask me how I stay so positive and how I stay so motivated. And I always laugh at this question because I, I really do have down moments. I'm not perfect. I think a lot of people see me on the internet and they think that I'm this 24-7 amazing guy. Like, look, I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, I like to eat a dessert here or there. I like to sleep in a little bit. You know, I like to indulge sometimes. But I am very disciplined. And I think my motivation is not really motivation. It's more so a robotic discipline that I developed over time. And this is what makes people really successful in life. So listen up. Most of you out there that want to feel good when you want to do something, I understand what you're saying. I, I get it. Because it, it's true. The better you feel, the higher your emotional state, the more action potential in theory you have. That's why when people drink coffee and they have an adrenal response, that's what coffee does. It creates an adrenal response. You feel good. Adrenaline makes you feel good. Norepinephrine makes you feel good. Okay, there's a, there's a whole cocktail of hormonal and neurotransmitter changes that happen in your body when you drink a cup of coffee, when you do a methamphetamine, when you do cocaine, anything like that. And I don't wanna to get too crazy into it, but you feel good. When you feel good, you do good. That is the truth. There's, that, I, that's one of the, the most real things I've heard in life. When you feel good, you do good. And so a lot of you just don't feel good and that's why you don't do good. And so I guess you're asking in a way, how do I feel better so I feel motivated, right? Let me tell you about motivation. Motivation is a lie. Motivation is here and there, it's up and down, you're jealous, you're angry, you're happy, you're sad, you're lazy, you're motivated. It's just not reliable, it's not consistent, and it's not something that's gonna bring you a lot of results because you know, when it's inconsistent, it's not just not gonna be able to build you and scale out. So it's not about being motivated. It's really about being grateful, number one. It's the first, first key. Number two, it's being disciplined, doing what you don't want to do when you need to do it. And last but not least, it's about culturing your environment to stabilize your mood. So let me go into this here. How do I stay so happy? How do I get a lot done? How am I so productive? This is what it is. The first thing I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna kinda go backwards here, actually. So the environment, let's talk about that. You've gotta be in a positive environment. And this is hard to do if you're living at home with your mom and she's always yelling at you. And you know, I live by myself. I got my penthouse, I don't have a lot of furniture in it, and it's super clean. And it's like my, my office, it's my office, it's my work zone, it's everything. It's my, it's my area. And this is really important for me. And before I had my penthouse, I had other penthouses, but I remember going back, I had this place in Little Italy, in, in Little Italy, Cleveland. And it was a small place. And I had this little corner to myself and I had this little office, right? This little, little, little office I made for myself. It was literally just a corner. And this was my zone, this was my area. This little black foldable desk was my was my little office and that's all you need you just need an area where you can sit down and lock in maybe keep a photo or a picture to remind you of what you're doing but you need to culture an environment that's going to be beneficial for you and so this involves you being in a stable environment to do the work and also surrounding yourself with reminders motivation positive people to allow you to grow this comes in a lot of ways your environment is not only the space that you live in but it's also the people that you surround yourself with. So you can live in this amazing mansion and have Ferraris and Lambos out. That, that would motivate you. For sure that would motivate me. But if you have negative people around you, negative individuals that are just, just always toxic, always drinking, always partying, always smoking, they're just not trying to better you in a way, then you're just, you're gonna fall apart. 
So one of the biggest things I do is I just cut anything out of my life that's not growing me. I cut anything out of my life that's not gonna grow me as a person. It's just out automatically. If it's not growing you, if it's not adding to you, if it's not making you a better person, get it out of your life. That's it. You've got to be very meticulous on how you culture your environment. Another part of your environment is your digital environment. What's on your desktop screen? What's on your cell phone? Like what's on the, what are the apps on your main screen for your cell phone? Your Instagram, your social media, like this is environment here. People don't understand this, but like, I don't follow certain types of women, right? That post provocatively because I get distracted. I get, I get tempted. It's temptation. Not that I'm going to go to DM these girls, but my mind goes into places where like, oh, she's really pretty, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't want to. The, the best thing you can do when it comes to situations that tempt you is not to necessarily control yourself, but to avoid it. Just avoid it. And the environment that you breed for yourself and that you kind of create for yourself is gonna allow you to become a better person. So on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm folding my clothes out for the day ahead. I'm always keeping water around, so I drink water. I light some candles, so you know that smell makes me feel like really good. You know, it, it feels good. I'm always uh, playing some light piano music to kind of keep me calm and serene. And I keep my place real clean so I don't feel decluttered mentally. It's all about your environment. And I keep positive people around me. Big thing, positive people. I listen to positivity. When I wake up in the morning, I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to some kind of audiobook. I'm getting my mind primed for the day. And I'm waking up early. The busier you are, the more shit you got to do, the earlier you have to wake up. So for all of you people that wake up just in time for work, you don't got enough to do. You're not taking your day seriously. The more serious you are about life and the more serious things that you have to do on a day-to-day -day basis, the earlier you need to wake up. Let's talk about the next part right here. Discipline. Doing what you don't want to do when you need to do it. I think that life, like the success in life, it just comes down to just you doing things that you don't want to do. Typically, the thing that's going to grow you and make you better is not fun. Typically, the thing that's going to allow you to become a better person is the thing that you don't want to do, where your mind has the most resistance. Whether that's working out, whether that's eating clean, whether that's doing your paper on time for school or college, whether that's stepping out of a relationship that you really have a deep emotional connection to, but it's not compatible for you. Whatever it is, that's the, the thing that you should do. And I think I live my life now by such a hard robotic discipline where like, I'm always just gonna do what I think is right, what I believe is right. Not what I feel like I wanna do, but what I really know in my heart and mind and soul is right. And it's tough. I've walked away from people I've loved very, very much because they weren't good for me. I have to say no to certain things, certain vices, because they aren't good for me. And it's not even that they're not good for me, right? It's, it's just that they're not good. They're not good examples. For example, I used to go to the casino all the time. I remember when I was younger, I used to go to the casino all the time. But a couple of guys I'm really good friends with had gambling problems. So I don't gamble anymore. Not because it's I had a problem myself, but it, but it wasn't a good example for uh, for people. It wasn't a good example for me to to portray in my life. It just wasn't. And so you've got to keep that discipline. The person that can do the things that they don't want to do is the one that really succeeds. Like this is what plumbers get paid a lot. Nobody wants to deal with shit. Literally, nobody wants to deal with that. But plumbers make a lot of money. You know why? Because nobody wants to deal with it. 
It's the same thing with the, what we do with insurance. And, you know, people ask me like, oh, how come financial services make that much? How, how do you make that much money doing what you do? Because nobody wants to deal with index universal life and whole life and term life and, you know, 1035 transfers. Nobody wants to deal with that stuff. Nobody wants to learn it. Nobody wants to get licensed and registered in every state. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of tedious, meticulous work, waiting on hold, that kind of stuff. That's why it pays a lot. You know, I always tell people this. You, real estate, you can imagine selling a house. There's some nice houses to sell. It's fun sometimes to be a real estate agent. Solar panels make sense. Cars are fun to sell too. You're selling a Ferrari. It, it's a cool transaction. You're making a, 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 it's a good environment to be in. But insurance, man, it's, it's, it's a concept in the air. It's not a known concept. So it's very complicated and a lot of people don't understand it. And that's the main thing you got to understand. That's why it pays so much money. I do what I don't want to do, and that's what allows me to grow. And so I chose financial services because it's a difficult career. It makes the most millionaires out there, but yeah, it's boring. It's not fun on a day-to-day -day basis. So start doing the things that you don't want to do. That's what discipline really comes down to. That's the easiest way I can make it like come down to you. Just do the boring stuff all the time, and your life will become fun. Because what will happen is if you're working out every day, if you're doing the boring stuff, you're going to have a very successful life. You're going to have a fit body. You're going to have money in your bank account. And you're going to have that delayed gratification. And then you can use that to engage in a good environment. I have the penthouse that I have. I have the cars that I have because I have delayed gratification because I do the things I don't want to do. And that makes me happy. And people say, oh, you're so lucky you have this, you have that. I'm like, because I do what I don't want to do. And that's why I don't have to worry about paying rent or paying utilities. Or if I want to go to this concert on this day, I can get the, 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 the front tickets. I can get floor seats at a game if I need to. That's why I don't worry about that stuff. Because I have that delayed gratification. Next, it's gratitude. You got to start your day. Now, I know I said I start my day with podcasts. But the first thing I do, the first, first, first thing I do is I get on my phone and I write down three things that I'm grateful for. Typically things that I've seen in my dreams. It's weird. But sometimes I'll, I'll say I'm grateful for like the vacuum cleaner. That's a huge thing I'm grateful for because my dog sheds so much hair. You know, I, I talk about how I'm grateful for butter. Oh my God, butter is amazing. I don't even know <laughs> how we got butter, but it's crazy. I talk about um, how I'm grateful for certain creams like, you know, the Nivea cream that I use. It's like an almond based almond oil based cream. It, it just it smells good. It feels good. It's, it's good for your skin, you know, and I'm so grateful for certain things like Netflix, like, you know, these small things where it's like, wow, it's just so, so much information, so many shows, so many TV shows and, and things. I'm grateful for the small things that I have in my life. Things I remember 10 years ago, I was considering canceling my Netflix and this was a crazy like turning point in my life. I said to myself, I'm gonna cancel Netflix and save $10 a month back when it was $10 a month. And then I said to myself, why don't I just make more money? Why don't I just save $10 in another way or make $10 more? And that's where it made sense to me. I just make more money. People always say, well, it's not that easy. Well, it's also not easy to save. Saving is also very difficult. You're giving things up. It's hard to give things up. It was hard for me to give up Netflix at the time when I was, you know, 10 years ago. And now all I do is I just try to make more money to afford the lifestyle that I want. So I'm grateful for the small things and I write down that I'm grateful for them. And some of you might say, oh, I can just think about it. No, write it down. Sit down at a desk and write down the things that you're grateful for. I use my phone. I should do better and I should go down to a desk and, and write about it. But I want to be able to hit it right when I wake up. 
So write about the things that you're grateful for first thing in the morning. Do not waste your time. It's it's absolutely paramount. If you have an attitude of gratitude, you'll do well no matter what you're doing in life. So moving on from there, you have the environment, you have discipline, you have gratitude. This is only going to get you happiness 20, 30% of your life. I mean it. I'm only really, really, really happy about 20%, 30% of the time. At the end of the day, I got to do what I got to do because I have a purpose. It doesn't matter how I feel. My feelings to me aren't aren't real. Yes, they are, but they aren't also. Like feelings are great biological indicators of trauma, of pain, of, you know, something good happened, euphoria in some sense. But feelings are not always are not always real. Feelings are not something that you should rely on. If you want to punch somebody in the face because they dissed you, doesn't mean that you should do it. If your girlfriend broke your heart and you don't want to work, you can't do that. Like you, you can't give in to your feelings. You have to be in control. You have to have emotional control. So many times I tell people like, no matter how happy I am, I'm only happy 20 to 30% of the time. I still got to do it. And if I wake up feeling depressed, if I wake up feeling sad, I don't know. I don't care. I will do what I have to do, whether I'm feeling good, whether I'm feeling sad. This is the reality. And over a period of time, what you have is a stability in lifestyle, in mindset, in habituation of the behaviors, and really in who you are. And you start to get closer to your purpose. My goal in life is to achieve my purpose. That's I think I'm a vessel on this earth that was put on here to achieve my goal. And I have a few goals, but you know, really it's helping people, starting my orphanage, and, and really spreading a positive message in the world. So no matter what happens, if I feel sad today or if I feel angry, I'm still going to try to do what I have to do. It's not even try. I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do it regardless. So appreciate you guys spending time with me. Appreciate you guys taking valuable time out of your day to listen to me. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you spent some time with me. So that means a lot. If you guys ever want to connect with me, you know where to find me. And uh, I will talk to you next time.